0: hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another interesting edition of onus file podcast we are continuing on this podcast the second part of uh, the leadership subject we discussed in the first podcast which uh, was titled 40 leadership reflections part one so this is part two of 40 leadership reflections it's time to continue our discussion on the very important subject of leadership. The subject of leadership is wisdom, or we can say it in a different way, that good leadership is wisdom. Therefore, the style of this podcast, like the first part one, is going to borrow from the reflective style verses of the stoic philosophers of the Roman classics, sages like Marcus Aurelius. John Dewey, the American philosopher said, we do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. So this is sharing my reflective learning on the important subject of leadership in 40 leadership verses. In part one of this podcast, we covered 23 leadership reflections, ranging from issues such as atmosphere for performance, leadership vision, leadership agenda and strategy, the art of leading by question, inclusivity and diversity, humility, fostering a strong sense of contribution in the team and many more. We continue in this podcast, in the second part of this podcast with the next 20 or so leadership reflections, and you're going to have three or four bonuses along with it. So please come with me. Section N, leading, Section N, dealing with non linear leadership decisions. Section N, dealing with non linear leadership decisions. Number 24. the higher you go in leadership, the more you realize that there are many issues you can manage in linear ways as black or white, yes or no. At junior levels, you have been making choices or resolving issues between two things that are either black or white, right or wrong. As you go higher, you will be confronted with situations where the choices are not necessarily between right and wrong. But making optimal choices between three or four things that are right at the same time. Your best answer is usually an optimization of the multiple right choices in the context of the situation or your organization. This is because in the context of decision-making, this is because the context of decision-making gets more non-linear and complex. There you go in leadership calling for good leadership wisdom. Let me repeat that because that's very important. This is because the context of decision-making gets more non-linear and complex the higher you go in leadership, calling for good leadership wisdom. You will need to get comfortable with ambiguity and paradoxes. Where or when your team presents mutually exclusive linear options of either or to you, you should challenge them with paradoxical thinking by asking the team to find higher other options that may be more optimal, that may not be necessarily mutually exclusive as either or. Good leaders learn at higher levels with wisdom that between black and white are shades of many colors. Section N, leading and managing is 360 degrees number 25 while leadership is usually from the front it does not have to be all the time you can lead from the front from the middle or from the back leadership contests can be situational or conditional and may need different approaches it implies that you don't have to be in the front to lead you can lead with your expertise from the middle or from the back as long as you understand the situational context of your leadership and you lead as such. Section O Trust and Leadership. Section O Trust and Leadership, number 26. Building trust with followers is critical to leadership success. People ultimately know when leaders are not sincere. People may be in your team because they don't have a choice, but they will not follow you with their heart and their best if they don't trust you or believe you are sincere with them. The corollary is that people will follow their leader even on risky challenges or tough adventures because of the implicit trust in their leader. Trust is the primary bond, the primary currency that sees leaders to their followers. A weak trust implies a weak part and a weak team. Number 27, trust comes on the bicycle, but lives on the Ferrari. This is a saying attributed to Shell, the global oil and gas company. If you have won the trust of your team, it is very costly to lose it and it may be irreparable. It takes time and a lot of iterative engagement with the team for a leader to win trust of a team. Integrity, continuously living up to our leadership commitments, fairness to others, putting the interest of the team and the organization first before self, living the good values we preach, Genuinely looking out for the best and fair interests of the team and its members. Genuine inclusivity and leading according to purpose. These are the continuous iterative process that helps to build trust. Doing the opposite of this damage leadership trust and like the shell say, trust could be damaged or disappear much faster like a Ferrari than it would typically arrive on a bicycle. Without trust, the bond between the leaders, between leaders and followers is wicked. Leadership becomes very transactional and uninspiring. And an uninspiring leadership would not get the team to play and perform with their hearts and deliver the best of their potentials. Section, Section P, share the reward of success fairly. Section P, share the reward of success fairly, number 28. It is important to share the reward of success and accomplishment with your team and do so fairly. Acknowledge your team more than you acknowledge yourself. The benefit of this is that you will get more from your team and your leadership equity will be be even enhanced. Acknowledging and giving credit to your team does not take away anything from you as a leader. You are better seen as a leader of good leaders or a leader of stars rather than just a single star. Leaders who do not share the reward of success fairly with their team will not get the best enduring performance from them. Number 29. Acknowledge the accomplishments of your team members to get the best from them continuously do not appropriate the collective achievement of your team for yourself as a leader share accomplishments and reward f- and re- share accomplishments and rewards fairly with your team good and genuine leaders speak we rather than i let me repeat that as simple as it is good and genuine leaders speak we rather than i what we achieved, rather than what I achieved. After all, you, you did not achieve the result alone. Section Q on Values. Section Q on Values, number 30. A team ultimately reflects the value of his leader. See a team with poor values look straight at his leadership. The power of leadership example is very strong in shaping the values of a team. Far more than what is preached, rewarded or sanctioned, the behavior and values of leaders shape the behavior and values of the team. That is why leaders with poor values always find it difficult to get their team to display good values, even when they sanction them, even if they reward good values opposite to the poor values they display as leaders. The impact of the rewards and sanctions to encourage good behavior is compromised significantly by the wrong examples and values of the leader. Section R. Treat people with dignity to get the best from them. Section R. Treat people with dignity to get the best from them. Number 31. Treat people or your team members with dignity. Why you manage them, especially when you are leading knowledge workers. You do not have to demean the individual or your team members to get the best from them. You can only get the consistent best from an inspired team who knows they are valued. If your team do not feel valued, they will give you a performance relative to how you value them. People give you back the value that you have of them. Treating people in your team with dignity is the foundation of showing them you value them. Number 32. Treating your individual team members with dignity does not mean that they cannot be disciplined. Dignity and discipline in the team are not mutually exclusive. Wrong behavior or poor performance can be sanctioned without taking away dignity of your team. One reason why you should not take away the dignity of your team, even while being sanctioned or disciplined as necessary, is that you still need them to come back to play after the sanctions or discipline. And you need them to come back to the field with their hearts to perform at their best. Number 33. Review performance gaps with your team objectively, dispassionately and sincerely without taking away their dignity and many times on their own they will acknowledge that they are falling short of expectation invite them to propose corrective actions that that they will implement to correct the performance gaps ask them critical questions that makes them to see the gaps needed to close to be closed in their proposed creative action and they will own the corrective actions and plan because they created it and they will implement it more sincerely because they own the plan section s your team will perform to your value your team will perform according to your value sincere and genuine expectation of them your team will perform according to to your value, sincere, and genuine expectation of them, number 34. People perform according to your sincere and genuine expectation of them. If people believe that you don't value them or you have a low expectation of them, they will give you a low performance. If people believe you value them and you genuinely support them and have a high expectation of them, they will raise their performance to deliver and meet your high expectations not the keywords genuine support sincere this is different from just an expectation your team must believe that you are sincere with them that you support them and that you are there for them as if they run into issues they know you will support them to solve the problem while reinforcing a commitment of a high expectation of performance from them section t That leadership like an orchestra conductor section t leadership like an orchestra conductor number 35 a leader is like an orchestra conductor conducting a symphony leading players of different musical instruments to play an harmonious music and perform together a leader like an orchestra conductor does not need to be a master of all the musical instruments or even most of the musical instruments. The leader like the orchestra conductor must however master how the musical instruments should play together based on the script, a vision, a strategy, the script and the notes that connects every member and instrument of the orchestra. Section U. Authentic leadership. Section U. Authentic Leadership, number 36. Bring your unique, authentic self to leadership. What are your strengths? What defines you uniquely based on where you are coming from or the path you have taken or followed? How does the path you have taken connect and define how you will deliver on your role? Know thyself, your strength and your weakness. Play on and leverage maximally your strength and find others to complement your weakness with their own strengths. Have good values and be true to it as your compass. People see it when you are pretending to be who you are not. Authenticity is an important complement to your integrity as a leader. You need to be true to yourself to be true to others and your team. Number thirty-seven. The moment you are not true to yourself, you will not be true to others. And your team will eventually know which will affect how much they can trust you as their leader. But even more importantly, the moment you are not true to your good self, you will not be true to the good of others. It helps therefore if you are a good man or woman. It is your good moral self that enables you to lead and lead well and build trust. If you will be a good leader, you must be genuinely oriented to your good moral self. Let me repeat that because that is very important. If you would be a good leader, you must be oriented genuinely to your good moral self. Section V. Leading with purpose. Number 38. Connect your team to a bigger meaning of their work, beyond their salary or pay, to to, to inspire them to a great performance. This includes social impact. The kind of meaning, the kind of bigger meaning you can give to work that goes beyond pay, includes things like social impact, making a big difference in the fortune of the organization, an adventure to build what has not been done, building a legacy and accomplishment together. Excellence, making a difference in the life of your customers or community. An inspiring mission to overcome a big challenge or adversity. These are the things that give work a meaning bigger than pay, that makes your team eager to get out of their bed in the morning to pursue the mission and to provide a continuous, boundless renewal of energy and drive for your team. section w and this is a very important section section w be a transformational rather than a transactional leader be a transformational leader rather than a transactional leader number 39 in transactional leadership people do what they are paid to do but they may not do what they are not paid to do, even if it is needed to be done. They will wait to be paid to do the extra things and the other things that need to be done. That is because the relationship between the leader and the team is transactional. In inspirational and transformational leadership, people work from their heart to fulfill the purpose or the mission. They define their work beyond the moment or a transaction but purpose-fulfillment, in which they play and adapt to the dynamics of their role in the course of mission-fulfillment. Work and performance becomes a self-fulfillment within a higher purpose that goes beyond self. They are no longer rigid about the boundaries of their role. They play beyond the moment. They connect the moment to a larger long-term purpose, in which the boundary of individual work becomes immaterial. Number 40, give your team a meaning of work, bigger and beyond a transactional pay or salary. You can get some value from transactional relationship with your team, but to inspire them to great performance, you need to connect their heart and emotions with a bigger meaning than work as a transaction. Pay me, I will give you X. If you don't pay me well, I don't work well. What about if you can't pay well? How do non-profits, for example, inspire great performance? Leaders that lead their teams transactionally may succeed for a while, but they are not likely to succeed against a competing team with a bigger sense of purpose and meaning about their work. Transactional leaders may not even build an enduring performance if their transactional tools becomes constrained due to, for example, things like recession or unexpected economic downturn. Number 41. Transactional leadership bridges mercenary followership. It is about them. The long-term consequences of their actions on the organization of or the group is immaterial to them as long as what they do rewards them transactionally today. If there's a crash or storm, the followership that transactional leaders bred are the first to disembark just as the transactional leader himself or herself. Their work and commitment to the organization of the group is clearly defined by their self-interest and the immediate. Hence, great organizations with enduring performance are not built by transactional leadership and certainly not great organizations with enduring sense of purpose. Number 42. Transactional leadership may work for some time. It does not, however, build enduring, consistent performance. That is because it relies absolutely on resources for transactional rewards, and even increasingly abundant resources to get more from a followership who might have developed a master relationship to their duty. Abundant resources may not always be available, and transactional leadership becomes constrained to get more from his followership. In essence, while transactional leadership may have institutional contingent usefulness, it is unlikely to sustain long-term enduring performance, get people to work with their hearts, discover their deeper potentials, and get people to raise their game to the best of their potentials. Section S, Section X, Inner Strength and Adversity, Section X, Inner Strength and Adversity, number 43. To succeed enduringly as a leader, you must have a strong inner strength and a good depth of courage to deal with adversity when it comes. The journey will not always be smooth. There will be adversity on the journey especially if you are leading positive change for common or greater good. Unless you can deal with adversity when it arises, you may not succeed long-term as a leader. You must have an inner strength that provides you a deep well of courage to draw strength to deal with adversity when it comes. This inner strength consists of wisdom, resilience, endurance alongside to focus on the mission. Drawing inspiration from the greater things possible when adversity is conquered. Your inner strength also gives you the wisdom to conquer or bypass obstacles. This inner strength ensures that you are not distracted by temporary challenges or defined by the adversity that you see externally that confronts you in the immediate. The inner strength gives you a focus beyond the distraction and the challenge of the external adversity. Others will wonder how you are coping. That is because what they see is the adversity that is external. What they don't see is your inner strength, the fountain and the well from which you draw resilience, endurance, toughness, calmness, and wisdom to navigate around obstacles on your way to accomplish the mission and the purpose. Section Y. Leadership. Can sometimes be lonely. Section Y Leadership can sometimes be lonely. Number 44. There are fears that only you must confront because if you expose them to your troops, they may lose the motivation to fight. You will have to be stoic in appearance and courage to your team while you deal alone with your fears. Your team in such difficult situations will look unto you to draw their courage. Your team must see you a courageous leader to follow you with courage. You should not betray your fears as a leader even when you may have to deal with your fears alone. When they say it can be lonely at the top, it is true. In certain situations, your ability to deal alone with your fears may be the difference between success and failure. Section Z the joy of leadership and we we've covered more than 40 leadership verses we're now number 45 so you've had some bonuses so this is the conclusion section z number 45 the joy of leadership there are few things that compare with the joy of leading men and women to accomplish extraordinary things far beyond their dreams to make people performing together to discover the best of themselves, accomplishing far greater together than what they could do individually on their own. Leading men and women to conquer new grounds, beat adversity, conquer the summits of mountains and plant on the summit a flag of victory. That is the joy of leadership. The joy of the team when they score great goals and run towards the coach in celebration of accomplishments. The joy of a great symphony played and leading the orchestra as a conductor to take a bow with loud applause or leading men and women to make a positive change for common good and to make the world a better place. That is the joy and the thrill of leadership, fulfilling purpose and fulfilling a purpose bigger than self. Therefore, my friends, find your purpose and find a space to lead your purpose and experience the joy and the thrill of leadership. That brings me to the end of this very interesting podcast, 40 Leadership Reflections, uh, which I'm sure you will make you listen to the part one and the which, which was before this, and the part two of this podcast, which we just concluded. Uh, because you need to get a complete view of the 45 verses, leadership verses which I've shared in this podcast end-to-end to, end, uh, to prepare yourself and to be a better leader. Um, so this is wishing you well, and so that you can be the best you can be as a leader. Thank you.